0: there, and welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kenzie Dazinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach, and this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and live mutually empowered, purposeful lives. I'm so excited to be back with you all today for two reasons. Number one, daylight savings started yesterday, which means I will finally be able to leave my coaching and therapy office while it's still light out. So, I've been looking forward to that for a while now. And two, as you may or may not have seen on Instagram last week, I gave up social media for Lent. Now, if you're curious as to why, you can check out that post on Instagram, but I want to be sure that you know that I will still be chatting with you every Monday morning or whenever you're listening in. But I will be off of social media throughout this podcast series on sex, So if you have questions or comments related specifically to this series, you're welcome to email me, Kinsey at bravemarriage.com. Email is going to be the best way to get in touch over the next six weeks. And speaking of, I received an email from a listener this past week that said, I just wanted to send a quick note of thanks for choosing to talk about sex this month on the podcast. I can't tell you how meaningful it is to hear sex-positive talk from a Christian perspective. Something I've really been trying to work through, especially these past few months, is overcoming the shame surrounding sex that I felt growing up in the church. This podcast this month is seriously a godsend. I've been trying to find a trustworthy resource to help break down negative messages that have been fed to me, unfortunately through Christian circles about sex, in order to start rebuilding a positive foundation and mindset. I'm excited for the rest of the series and would appreciate any resource recommendations you might have. So thank you so much, listener, for articulating what I know for a fact that so many couples in the church feel as well. And I'm working on compiling a resource list that I will make available to you guys by the end of this series. So when that's finished, I'll be sure to let you know. And also, if you're finding this series helpful to you in any way, I would be so, so grateful if you would do one of two things. Either screenshot the show and share the podcast on social media, and or leave a rating or review on iTunes if you've personally benefited from this free podcast. What I want to talk with you about today is simply developing more language and more comfortability in talking about sex with your spouse. Hence, the title of today's episode Sex as a second language. Because it really is, right? It's not a language spoken in everyday life, at least not in any sort of helpful way, but it's a language we have to develop as we get married. Why do we have to? You might be asking. Well, for starters, because the hope is that you'll be doing it for the rest of your life. And if you can't talk about what feels good or where you're distracted or What's going on physically and emotionally now in your sex life? What will you do over time when your body starts changing? How will you communicate what each of you need when you're sick or pregnant or after you give birth? What about once you have children or once your testosterone or estrogen levels begin to decrease? See, it's important to begin getting comfortable now because as different life stages and ages occur, Your sex life is only going to become more vulnerable, not less. And so you need a way to communicate. Along those lines, it's also important to develop a way to talk about sex now because of the habits, patterns, and dynamics you're establishing now. Okay, our sex lives in marriage are complicated. Not because sex technique is hard to figure out, but because we as human beings are complex. Like we talked about last week, We have the opportunity to experience sex on every level of our humanity. But in order to enjoy our sexual experience on every level, we need to understand and be able to communicate with one another what's happening on each of those levels, physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. If we can't do that, we run the risk of reinforcing unhealthy dynamics while, at the same time, having no way to talk about it or work through it. And the last reason why we have to learn to talk about sex is, quite frankly, because we're grown-ups, right? Why would we ever think that it's okay or appropriate to own our own homes, to pay our own bills, or to have diplomas or degrees for crying out loud, but use kindergarten-level language to talk about our sex lives? Does anyone else see that as a problem? So my goal today is to help you graduate from kindergarten-level language as you talk about sex with your spouse to having more grown-up conversations about your sexuality and sex life. To do that, I'm going to offer three simple suggestions of conversations to have with your spouse about sex. But before I do, I want you first to think for a moment about how children learn language. They don't study a textbook or worry about how things sound as they come out. They simply interact with their environment and pick up on the language being shared and exchanged and taught to them. Then they practice saying words and communicating themselves. They don't decide, oh, I'm not good at this, or this feels uncomfortable, or I'm feeling self conscious and give up. Instead, they keep trying to talk until they can. And until at last, they're finally understood. Okay, so this is the same heart and spirit and resiliency I want you to keep in the forefront of your mind as you practice using new words and having new conversations with your spouse. And quickly, this episode is brought to you by my free research-based relationship quiz. Have you ever wanted a professional insider's look at your relationship? Well, I've created a short quiz that lets you in on the state of your relationship based on four different components of marital health. After taking the quiz, you'll receive an immediate score, plus a description of your score will be sent straight to your inbox, followed by one action step, next steps to take, and one prayer for your marriage. To get in on that free resource, just visit bravemarriage.com quiz. Again, that's bravemarriage.com quiz Okay. Conversation starter number one. Talk about the language your family used to talk about sexuality growing up. What words did your mom and dad use for penis or vagina or sex? Did they give nicknames or kitty names to male and female genitalia? Or did they teach you the appropriate terminology? Did they use vague language like down there or avoid talking about body parts altogether? Did your parents sit you down for a sex talk at some point? If so, how old were you? Who did most of the talking? Your mom or dad or both? Did you feel like you had age appropriate information shared with you throughout your life or did you feel like many of your questions went unanswered in your home? This conversation will give you guys insight into why your spouse to this day uses the language he or she does and help you understand each other's limits of comfortability with talking about sex, both with each other and with your kids if you have them. Furthermore, you have to understand your limits in order to know both where you're getting stuck and where you need to grow. Conversation starter number two. What primary emotion comes up for each of you when you think about talking about sex together? Do you feel awkward, anxious, uncomfortable, excited, shameful, vulnerable, comfortable, turned on, then I want you to get curious about your spouse's response and ask him or her what's behind that emotion. What self-talk is occurring as each of you thinks about talking about sex? What stories from your past influence your feelings today? This is important information for you to know about yourself and for your spouse to know about you. Because how you feel about your sexuality, or when talking about your sex life, is inevitably going to color both your conversation and your lovemaking. Think about it. If you feel ashamed about your body or your desire or your past, that's going to impact your sex life. Hiding it and not talking about it doesn't mean it's not there it simply means it's not being talked about. Therefore, you may be having sex, but speaking totally different languages and filtering your experiences through totally different lenses. And when that's the case, as it is for a lot of couples, it means that there's a disintegration of your intimacy and oneness that we talked about last week. So I'm asking you to be courageous and having this conversation Because you're fully experiencing all the gifts of sex that we talked about last week depends on it. And conversation starter number three. What topics have you been afraid to talk about regarding your sex life? Now, this is the bravest conversation of all because your responses will be deeply personal to you and deeply sensitive to your partner. A lot of times when it comes to our sex lives or even our individual sexuality, we remain in confusion with these topics because confusion actually feels more comfortable than awareness, than naming the problem. Because if we name it, then we have to face it. And so we may have legitimate concerns about our sexual functioning or intimacy and our frustrations are valid. But unless we're actively working to solve the problem at hand and know what that problem is, our frustrations can also serve as a holding pattern to keep us from actually having to do the work that deep down we know we need to. Does that make sense? So with this conversation starter, here's what I want you to do. I simply want you to make a list of topics that you know you need to talk about and share your list with each other. Then decide together whether you feel like the two of you can continue that conversation on your own without hurting each other, or if you need to seek support, a third-party professional who can assist you in having the conversations you need to have if you desire to grow as individuals and in your sexual intimacy. If you'd like assistance from me, my office is located in Lexington, Kentucky, And you're welcome to reach out via email or contact me through my website at bravemarriage.com. Now, to be clear, I am not a certified sex therapist, but I have taken over 40 hours of coursework and continuing ed on sexual intimacy and healthy sexuality. So I'm happy to work with you within my scope of competency, as well as to provide you with referrals as needed. Your action step today is simple. Send this podcast episode to your spouse by clicking the share button on the podcast page or listen to it together and let your spouse know, hey babe, I'd love to talk with you and answer the question prompts shared in this episode. I think it could open up good conversation that we've maybe never had before or at least haven't talked about in a really long time. And my prayer for your marriage this week is actually the same as it was last week. And it may be the same throughout this series, we'll see. But my prayer is that you would know that the Lord is not far away from you in this. He is near. And that you would begin to believe that he created you and your sexuality and called it good. So that you could enjoy it in all of its goodness with your spouse in marriage. I can't wait to be back with you guys next week. Bye-bye.